coronavirus pandemic has forced many agency heads to maximize telework flexibility, in some cases making the unprecedented decision to allow most employees to work from home every day, at least for the next few weeks. In some instances, this has stressed agency IT systems. For more, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with the former director for federal cybersecurity at the National Council, John Banghart. Certainly in the government, but also in the private sector, are for the first time figuring out how to ramp up their capacity for remote work. You know, if you are accustomed to having 100 people working remotely on a regular basis and now suddenly it's 1,000, you've got a lot to figure out there. You have not only the capacity issues in terms of the technology, but training. Many organizations have a lot of folks who simply never work from home or never work remotely, don't have the tools installed, don't have the training to be able to know how to use it correctly. Uh, And so a, a lot of organizations and government agencies are scrambling to really put all of that into place. It's a real challenge. It's a manageable one, but it, it's definitely something that is a concern. You're right that the federal workforce has had experience with shutdowns and even some major events, I think Pope coming to town a couple of years ago. What really changes here with the longevity of this, of this being done for the foreseeable future? Does that extra component add new challenges to the mix? Honestly, it's difficult to say what those challenges are going to be. There's not a great historical precedent here to be able to go back and say, hey, we went through this. Here's what we did, uh, and here's how it worked. And there's a couple reasons for that. Obviously, there's the health situation, the situation with the virus. On the positive side, technology has evolved quite a bit. So there was a time 10 years ago when this sort of remote work at scale just simply wouldn't have been feasible. Those that are able to work from home for the next coming days, weeks, etc., are there any considerations that they should keep in mind? Remember the training that you had when it comes to phishing emails. Don't get comfortable just because you're at home. Sometimes, you know, when we're in the work environment, we sort of have our work hat on and thinking about things one way. And then when we're at home, we let our guard down a little bit. We feel more comfortable. But you can't do that, right? You need to remain vigilant. You need to remember your training about phishing emails. You still need to report to your agency if you think you've received a phishing email or if you think you see uh, or have experienced anything else suspicious. So keep that work mindset, keep that security mindset, and don't let your guard down. We have seen an increase in phishing attempts and scam attempts across the board. Now is not the time uh, to let yourself be caught by that. From the security side, from the CISO perspective, some of the concerns I have now is I have a lot less control over the systems that people are going to be using to connect. Hopefully, I've got all the right tools in place in terms of VPN and remoting in, Uh, for remote desktops and so on, but I can't control those systems that folks are using. And now suddenly I've gone from one set of home workers to a much larger set. And so I have additional concerns about what can I be doing internally to ramp up my monitoring, ramp up the things that I'm doing, uh, because I have a lot more uncertainty now in terms of who's connecting into my network. It seems like Post-OPM 2015 data breach, agencies really put a premium on identity management for things like remote access. But now it seems that there is this very careful balance to strike with making sure that a significant population of the federal workforce is able to work remotely, but at the same time, keeping those identity management authorities in place. Do you see this as like a careful balance to strike? So there's always a balance 
right, when you're doing proper risk management and thinking about the agency has a mission that it needs to continue to complete. And for many agencies, these are critical missions, right? They're, they're not things that you can simply shut down for a matter of weeks or months without having significant impact uh, across that mission space, whatever it may be. So from a risk management perspective, you start thinking about we want to protect ourselves. We need to protect ourselves, protect our users, protect our information and our systems. We also need to keep the mission going. I do think on, on, the, on the point of access control and identity management, I do think the government has come along uh, quite a good ways since OPM, sort of continuing down the path of better identity management. So I think that the tools are there. I think that the policies and procedures are there. I think implementing them at scale, particularly as we were saying, with so many more remote users now, does present a challenge. But I do think it's a manageable challenge. If they've implemented the right sort of best practices, the risk to their information is probably not significantly higher than it would be on a day-to-day basis. You know, another challenge that we're hearing about this is just with the updating of VPNs, I understand in the past it would be common practice for CIOs to have scheduled outages. Does that become more of a challenge now with so many more employees using those VPNs to remotely access the network? Yeah, it's a great point, right? And it comes back to what I was saying in terms of balancing the risk and balancing risk management. The CIOs, the CISOs, they now have to be thinking about this. They need to get things patched. They need to get vulnerabilities dealt with, but they also need to keep people working. And now these sort of patch cycles may impact, as you point out, a lot more people. And so it's, it's about pivoting. It's about figuring out what's the right way to do it. Do we do it in sort of a rolling method where we patch a certain percentage over the course of a week every day just to make sure that we're not taking everybody offline at a particular time? There's a lot of discussion you can have around the severity of the vulnerability, right? How important is this patch? Is this something that has to be done immediately? Uh, or is this something that, you know, we could wait 30 days on? And there, there's policies and procedures that help define that. I think, again, if if agency leadership, if they have the right policies, procedures in place, they're following those things the way that they should be to manage risk, this is just a new risk. This is just a new context in which they have to operate. And following those policies, following those procedures uh, will allow them to be successful here, which is not to downplay the challenge. This is a big challenge for most of us, if not all of us. This is an unprecedented situation, and that's including for the private sector. But what I've seen so far is I've seen a lot of organizations stepping up, a lot of companies stepping up, a lot of agencies stepping up to provide support and to help people to be successful through this time because you know, we're all in it together. We're, we're all sort of working through the same challenges and figuring out you know, how do we keep ourselves secure, how do we keep ourselves up and running uh, during this unprecedented time. And circling back to something we discussed earlier in the conversation about a lot of employees may be somewhat new to telework or a little less familiar with a telework routine. From your perspective, are there any practices that these employees should exercise now as they're kind of in, you know, unfamiliar terrain doing all this? Set routines for yourself. Be very conscious about, okay, well, I'm not commuting, but normally I would start my day at 9 a.m. and I'll work through whatever it is, 5 p.m. Have that routine. Don't allow yourself to sort of fall out of that, try and keep that work mindset. If you can, uh, work from a separate room from the rest of your home. I know this can be a challenge for a lot of people because kids are home, spouses are home, and partners are home, so that can be disruptive. But do the best you can to give yourself a work environment, 
where you can stay focused and have that routine and just stick with the routine and, and that will help you to be successful. And like I said earlier, from a security perspective, don't let your guard down. Don't let the fact that you're at home give you sort of that false sense of comfort. Think about, hey, I'm at work. This is my work environment now. I need to remain diligent from a security perspective. John Banghart, former director of federal cybersecurity at the National Council, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. <laughs> 